Today on Locked On Anaheim Ducks, let the kids play? No? The old guys are going to come out to play? Alright, the old guys are going to come out to play. We'll talk about that on today's Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Happy Friday to everyone. Thank God it's Friday. I'm your host, Jason J.D. Hernandez, covering hockey for well over a decade. Uh, You can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever podcasts can be heard. Thanks for making this your first listen of the day. And also thanks for your continued support. It's greatly appreciated. Don't forget, you can get this podcast. It's free and easy to download. Just hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And follow me on Twitter at StimpyJD or follow the show on Twitter at LO underscore Ducks. What the heck happened Wednesday night? The Winnipeg Jets came in with a lot of hype. It was expected that the Ducks were going to get slaughtered on this game. I thought it would be a close game. I One of my things for this season is at least let's at least have fun. Or let's at least more so, like my personal take, the Ducks can lose 50 games this season. But as long as they can make each game competitive, then that would be a plus for the Ducks. And I came into this going, if they can get a lot of losses that are one goal losses, that shows me that they're at least being competitive. Well, they were more than competitive on opening night. And there was a lot of pomp and circumstance for opening night. You had the 21st Duck. You had the introduction of all the players. You had Mason McTavish coming in the game. Yeah, didn't see that coming, did you? Mason McTavish had to draw into the lineup, which was unexpected. The 18-year-old kid, the third overall pick in this year's NHL draft. Obviously, the Ducks have a lot of trust in him. I will I will admit this right now. At first, when he was drafted, I was a little bit skeptical, and I said, wow, jumped all the way to third. All right, let's see how this goes. And when I saw him on the practice when I saw him, especially in Arizona. When I saw McTavish in Arizona, I thought to myself, this kid might be something special. And I didn't really see a whole lot of knocks in his game. And it took it took me a day to come around to the draft selection. But watching him in Arizona, watching him in preseason, I'm more than convinced. Yeah, I'm being convinced that this team... Might be a little better than we thought. Might be better than I gave him credit for. Might be better than a lot of folks are giving them credit for. And frankly, it's true. So McTavish draws in. Then you have this opening night lineup, which it's a good lineup. I don't fault this. Uh, The one big thing, Trevor Zegras, first line center, well-deserved. After the preseason that he had, he absolutely deserved to be the first line center. So congrats to the young kid on that. And you know what I always say, let the kids play. Just let them play. It wasn't all just letting the kids play. It was everything else that happened. Yes. Gosh. Okay. I'm kind of in disbelief when I say this. Kevin Shattenkirk scored the first goal of the season for the Anaheim Ducks. Let me repeat that because I still don't believe it. Kevin Shattenkirk scored the first goal of the season for the Anaheim Ducks. Now I know what 99% of Ducks fans are saying. Really? Him? Nobody expected that. When I saw predictions of who would score the first goal of the season, I bet hardly anyone had (laughs) Kevin Shattenkirk. 
scoring the first goal, but yeah, there you go. Out of all the other defensemen, too, Fowler, Lindholm, Manson, Drysdale, no, all right. Uh, he scored it on a nice, a nice nifty shot too. You know, just caught that top corner. I mean, that puck went through a lot of defenders. It had eyes. You saw a, at least three Winnipeg defensemen right there, and unfortunately for Winnipeg, you know they just couldn't see it. I know Kevin Kevin Shattenkirk had a little bit of a tough time seeing that goal. Those are the kind of goals that I would hope the Ducks would get more of this season. But there you go, Shattenkirk with the first one. And then Mason McTavish, up close, picking up the loose change. This was very loose change, too. And I got to give credit to Isaac Lundestrom and Jakob Silverberg for making that one happen. And by the way, Silverberg and Lundstrom got assists on the first goal as well. They got it on the second goal. So, wow, you have that line doing work. You have Lundestrom and Silverberg and McTavish. That line was... Probably, arguably the best line of the night. Some would argue that the Comtois-Getzloff-Terry line was the best of the night. But I will make the argument for the McTavish-Lundestrom-Silverberg line because they were the ones that really drove the action early on. In that first period, they seemed to be getting to the loose pucks even better. And this might be, this might be a big difference maker for Mason McTavish. If he can get those kind of looks and really battle on the boards as much as he did. And this kid is not just like a skinny like 6'4", 180 guy. No, this kid is built. He's built like a truck. He's going to get into the dirty areas like nobody's business. And I am all about that. I like those kind of players that like to get in those areas, get down and dirty. Yeah. I have my expectations are are raised a little bit for Mason McTavish, more than a little bit. Oh, so those were the first two goals. After that, it was kind of a back and forth. Kyle Connor scored that goal, and then stop me if you've heard this. The Ducks power play. Wait, no, they, the the power play didn't fail. Oh my god! You mean the power play did something? You know what? I might have to devote a whole section to the power play itself. So you know what? We'll, we'll do that. We'll come right back and talk about that power play unit that did well for a change. But first, let's talk about everyone's favorite protein bar, Built Bar, which has a lot of fantastic flavors, including Churro Puff, Cherry Barcia, among others. It tastes like a candy bar. Check it out at Built.com. If you go to Built.com right now, use promo code LOCKED15 to get a 15% discount on your next order of Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. All right, uh, after this intermission, we're going to talk power plays. They actually did something. We'll get to that on the other side. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez. And once again, thank you guys for making last week the most listens to week of this podcast. So I want to thank you all for that. And also as a reminder, this weekend, or rather tomorrow, we have goals versus rain. 
tonight we have Ducks versus Minnesota Wild. That game will not be seen on regular TV. It'll be on ESPN+. So if you have ESPN Plus or Hulu, make sure to check it out. Or if you're going to the pond, you may as well check it out there too. For those of you saying, oh, I don't have the channels. How can I watch the game? Um, go. Go to the game. It's not a sellout. There's a lot of tickets available. May as well make tonight a sellout. You have the Minnesota Wilds coming in. You have Kirill Kaprizov coming in. All right. Let's talk about this power play. <laughs> I'm in disbelief that the Ducks got not one, but two power play goals in one game. And I had to go back a ways the last time the Ducks had two power play goals in a game. They didn't do that last season. In fact, they've only done it three times in the past two seasons. That's how rarely they score power play goals. That's how poor it's been. Last year was historically bad. This year is off to a good start because as of right now, the Ducks have a top 10 power play at 40%. They were 2 for 5 on the power play. The only teams that are... Well, okay, the LA Kings. Sorry, the Los Angeles Kings. Gosh, shoot me now. Sarah Avampato, host of Locked on Los Angeles Kings, had a bit of a conniption last night when we heard LA City. No, it is not LA City. As someone who was born in East LA or East Los, it is Los Angeles. Not It's not LA City. I don't know many people calling it LA City. It doesn't roll off the tongue. It sucks. But that's another topic for another day. So the Los Angeles Kings, 100%. The Columbus Blue Jackets, 66.7%. That's a surprise. The Anaheim Ducks, 40%. They're top 10. Let's see how long this will last. Maybe if we let the kids... Oh, wait. The kids didn't score on those power plays. Oh, okay. Well, Adam Henrique, Uncle Rico. This might be part of the redemption tour. This might be Adam Henrique kind of sticking it to Coach Dallas Eakin saying, or sticking it to everyone saying, you're going to wave me? Fine, I'll come back and show you wrong. That's exactly what he did last night, or on Wednesday night. As Adam Henrique scored the first power play goal of the season. This one was... This one was a ripper of a shot. Adam Henrique looks like his shot has a little bit more zip to it. Oh, and guess who got the assists on that, by the way? Yeah, you're going to not see this often. Cam Fowler and Mason McTavish. Yes, those are the guys that helped assist on the goal. In fact, on the ice during that goal, Cam Fowler, Mason McTavish, Jakob Silverberg, Kevin Shattenkirk, and Adam Henrique. So it's not all the young guys. In fact, you're going to hate that I'm going to say this right now. That first power, that first unit for the Ducks during that power play, not that effective. Max Comtois, Ryan Getzloff, Jamie Drysdale, Trevor Zegers, Ricard Raquel, they just did not look effective during that power play at the time. And I hate to say it, but the first unit just didn't have as much movement as I would have liked. So it was at least good to see that power play happen. Yay. Good for the old guys. And then we had it happen once again. The second power play. This Okay, the second one was a beauty. That was just excellent puck movement by the old guys and one young guy. Ricard Raquel. I was hoping, I was hopeful that Raquel would have a big season. And he's off to a big start. Got his first goal of the season. Him on the power play. 
and Jamie Drysdale and Ryan Getzloff getting the apples on this one. This was a good mixture, but this was also a residue of Jamie Drysdale did start off in that power play. And Ricard Raquel was out there. And Ryan Getzloff, once he came in and once Max Comtois came in there, uh, Lindholm was in there, but he had to step off. So did Adam Henrique. But I got to give a lot of credit to Raquel, to Drysdale, to Getzloff, and to Max Comtois. Those, like, those guys, especially Comtois, who didn't get an apple on this one, which is a shame because Comtois did help set this one up by getting a loose puck or at least helping along the boards. But give credit to Getzloff and Drysdale for getting the assist and Raquel for putting that away. So those are your two power play goals. Once again, Adam Henrique and Ricard Raquel. So you have the old guy scoring. Shattenkirk, Henrique, and Raquel is not an old guy, but he's not a kid either. He's a vet. He's a veteran at this point. We'll say former All-Star. How's that? That has a better ring to it. That's your final score. Ducks won it 4-1. to one. And for the record, great to see the crowd come back to the Ponda. Uh, I'm sorry that it couldn't be there. And I'll actually talk about that at the end of today's podcast. But good to see the fans back at full capacity. And good to hear that organ music coming back. I'll save that for another podcast at some point later this month or next month. But just good to have everyone back in the building. All right, we're going ahead into the second intermission, but let's talk about betonline.ag, which is the one place that has you covered and the one place that we trust. And folks, MLB, man, it's crazy right now. The Dodgers and the Braves in the NLCS, what a crazy, crazy game between the Dodgers and the Giants last night. Everyone that had minus 110 for both teams, yeah, it was a pick game. But the Dodgers pulled through. And if you bet on the Dodgers, you made a little bit of cash. So if you want to place your bets on the NLCS, and of course, the NBA is coming back, NFL's here, and the NHL Premier Week. If you want to place a bet on the NHL this week, head over to betonline.ag. Use promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus. Once again, that is betonline.ag, the exclusive online sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network. And please gamble responsibly, folks. All right, when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about tonight's game. Stay locked in. Welcome back to Locked On Anaheim Ducks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're locked in with Jason J.D. Hernandez, and we're going to talk for a few more seconds about last night's game. Uh, Something that I forgot to mention. Uh, Max Jones was the one that was uh, replaced by Mason McTavish because Max Jones had a non-COVID illness. Non-COVID illness once again. So Max Jones was out. As for tonight's game, we have another non-COVID illness, I guess, scratch for tonight. But hey, that's okay, right? Well, it's okay because Max Jones at least is back for tonight's game. However, Troy Terry is now sick with non-COVID-19. There could be a bug going around. Who knows? But the other kind of bigger story is Dallas Eakins said that John Gibson has a lower body injury that he suffered against the Jets. So John Gibson will not play tonight. It'll be Anthony Stolarz in net tonight versus the Minnesota Wild. So... 
Max Jones, who was replaced by McTavish, will come back. And speaking of McTavish, just one more note about Mason McTavish. He becomes the youngest goal scorer in Anaheim Ducks history. Only 18 years old. Have yourself a day. Congratulations, Mason McTavish, on scoring your first goal and becoming the youngest goal scorer in Ducks history. So we have a game tonight between the Anaheim Ducks and the Minnesota Wild. Minnesota, coming off of a very strong season where... Okay, I'm just going to keep it honest. They kicked everyone's butt just last year. They kicked Anaheim's butt. They kicked Los Angeles's butt. They kicked San Jose's butt big time. Maybe this was a residue of being in this division. But nonetheless, the Wild, this is their first game. They have their season opener in Anaheim. And you can bet that Kirill Kaprizov is going to factor very heavily into this game. He was one of the best players last season. Um, as far as other goal scorers to watch out for, uh, Nick Bukestad, a pretty good goal scorer. Um, Felino is also in there, Fiala. You got a lot of very, very good players on that Minnesota Wild team. And I suspect that they will make the playoffs and they will be a strong team this season. But you never know what's going to happen. I mean, like I said, first game for the Minnesota Wild, their season opener. So we'll see how Kaprizov does against the other young kids. And as I just mentioned once again, uh, Troy Terry is out. Max Jones is in. Anthony Stolarz is in. Stolarz is going to have to come up really big tonight against this potent Minnesota Wild offense. So once again, that is tonight. That will be on ESPN Plus and Hulu exclusively. And if you don't have Hulu or ESPN Plus, head out to the Ponza tonight. I unfortunately won't be at the Ponza tonight. In fact, I wanted to address this now. Um, so I didn't actually watch the game live. I watched the game later on. Um, had some personal stuff going on. I will not be at tonight's game either. In fact, there will be no live tweeting for tonight's game or or the game this weekend um, just, I don't want to make it too personal, but I will be out for Monday and Tuesday. So we'll have no show on Monday or Tuesday. We'll take a couple of days off. We'll come back strong on Wednesday and I'll just, I'll just say it. Uh, I'll be going to a funeral on Tuesday morning. So yeah, for those of you that follow me, uh, my personal Twitter, you probably saw why, but, you know, just just be safe out there, guys, okay? Like, I say this at the end of every podcast, but just be safe out there. Um, hug your loved ones. Just make sure you're there for your loved ones. So, yeah, that's why I'll be gone. So, once again, we will have no show. I was considering not putting one out today, but I at least wanted to address it first and let you know that I won't be having one Monday and Tuesday. So, we'll be back on Wednesday. Wednesday is when we'll have our next Locked on Ducks, where we'll talk at least two games. And then next Thursday, we'll talk about goals hockey. So that's already the schedule that we have coming up for the next few shows. Once again, Wednesday, recapping some Ducks games. Thursday, Locked on Goals. And Friday, we'll recap and preview some more Ducks action. So we'll talk about all of that. And then the following week, I will have a special guest coming to town So (laughs) it's going to be a fun one. I think next week is going to be where the real fun begins. So make sure you are stayed tuned for that.
All right. Um, we're going to wrap this up right now. We're going to wrap this up over the weekend. But hopefully you guys head out to the pond. Uh, hopefully I see you guys for goals versus rain on Saturday. So, yeah, check that all out. All right. Uh, don't forget, you can hear this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, etc. Uh, make sure to download the latest episode. And once again, just so you're not alarmed, no show on Monday or Tuesday. We'll be back on Wednesday. All right. That'll do it for the week. And I very sincerely want to thank those for those of you that did lend your support. I sincerely thank you guys for your support. It is greatly, greatly appreciated. And for those of you that sent some messages like, thank you guys. Like, I love getting those kind of messages. It's always nice to hear that. All right. For Locked On Anaheim Ducks, I'm Jason J.D. Hernandez saying have a great long weekend. Please, please be kind to one another. Be safe out there. And Ducks fly together. (laughs) 